Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nick Augustine, and I'm your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by ProServe PR Marketing, a public relations and marketing firm with legal PR practice areas covering litigation, family law, and intellectual property and technology. Please show your support for our programming by visiting and clicking the like button on our social media pages. First, there's the Law Talk Radio Facebook page, and second, the ProServe PR Marketing and Litigation page. You can listen to any of our episodes on demand, and you can easily find the episodes links on the media releases we publish for each episode. Again, find those on Facebook or Twitter for ProServe PR. You can also visit ProServePR.com and use the embedded radio show player. Our website is P-R-O-S-E-R-V-E-P-R.com. Support for both Law and Money Talk Radio comes from Chris McCarthy of Northwestern Mutual. Chris McCarthy provides individuals and business owners with expert guidance and exclusive access to Northwestern Mutual's life and disability insurance policies. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Today's show is titled, Lawyers Cannot Buy, page one on Google, with your host, Nick Augustine. That's me. Uh, depositing big bucks and crossing your fingers, that's what they want you to do. But you might be better off hiring someone with a sandwich board or wave at people outside your office. Uh, it really seems like sales pitches keep coming, uh, and lawyers are I talk to are angry and they feel targeted and they're not getting results. That's why we're doing the show. You can learn a little bit about the latest Google algorithms in our fourth segment and why old-fashioned hard work and referral generation and inbound marketing uh, are really the best practices for client generation. Again, my name is Nick Augustine and I work as a strategy consultant and publicist for lawyers in litigation, family law, and intellectual property. My firm also serves finance and small business professionals through our associate publicists. In addition to hosting and producing the Law Talk Radio shows, I'm also a published writer and I'm passionate about journalism and the power of the pen. I'm an alumnus of Marquette University and the John Marshall Law School, where I'm an active member of the Alumni Board of Directors. Again, our website is www.proservepr.com. I want to welcome callers this evening. If you have any questions or would like to call in and contribute, you can dial 917-889-9732, then press option 1 for the caller queue. Telephone number again is 917-889-9732, option 1. I want to give you a quick disclaimer. This is a general information and entertainment program. The advice chart on our show does not constitute professional advice. Communication with licensed professionals on our shows does not create client relationships and ProServe PR marketing does not necessarily endorse all the opinions expressed by guests. Finally, all callers remain confidential and rights to the broadcast are reserved. Just to show uh, what we're going to cover tonight um, in our four segments, we're going to do a quick show and try to wrap this in a half an hour tonight. Uh, I'm going to talk first segment about how and why pay-per-click marketers target lawyers. Secondly, I'll talk about same promises to everyone, results for no one. Um, then we're going to break, and I'll tell you about an upcoming event. And then on our third segment, I'll tell you how we do three things religiously, and I'll show you how organic SEO actually works. Um, and then on our fourth segment, I'll wrap by giving you some highlights uh, from an article that I recently read regarding Google's latest search engine algorithm. All right, so moving forward, um, I want to start with a couple uh, statements that are some sort of general umbrella statements. First, within the world of search engine, search engine marketing, search engine results and optimization, you have to remember that Google is one of the search providers, such as Bing, uh, Yahoo, and many others. Google, of course, is the top one and sets the standards for the industry. But at the end of the day, this is the Internet, and all of it is a system. And the best you can do is work within the four walls of Google's system. Only Google really knows the formula, and the Internet experts 
you often talk to are relying on analytics of the information that's made available in public by other people. So when I talk about this article a little bit later in the show, it, this, these are experts, uh, people at South, um, South by Southwest panel, uh, that which is a big technology uh, gathering, discuss what's going on, and you have tech people at all different levels, and there's really no mathematical formula where people tend to just pull out like a statute. If you do this, this will happen. That's just not how it works. So uh, at any rate, it is a system and it is a practice. So uh, following and observing behavior of what different things and activities you'll do with internet marketing produces a result is really a good guidepost. So that's what that's what most people do. Of course, there is coding involved with some of the search engine optimization on the very technical side of it. But for our focuses, we're going to stick on what I, I like to call, as well as other people, content strategy. So a content strategy approach, what is that? Well, content strategy means developing information and web copy based on what your readers want and what provides information for them to help make a decision. So an example for that would be what your website should have web copy that's written to the end user of how you can help them as a lawyer, how you can help them now, what type of cases you can help them with, so forth and so on. So those are some uh, prefaces. So I'd like to start with... um, in our first segment, how and why pay-per-click marketers target lawyers. And I believe that there are a set of assumptions and stereotypes that lawyer um, about lawyers and a lot of Internet marketing people seem to target lawyers for a few different reasons. Now, uh, this is not all my conjecture. This is the response that I've heard from lawyers uh, as well as people I know uh, in the world of pay-per-click marketing. I've heard, first of all, that lawyers are stupid. And, well, they don't really mean it. Everyone's stupid. They just mean that lawyers aren't aware and don't understand how all of this works with uh, pay-per-click and other marketing. So there's a lack of knowledge, and uh, they're expecting that lawyers are just going to have to take it on face value. So that's one of the assumptions. Another assumption, assumption is that you are too busy to do your own research and find out what is really going on with pay-per-click and different marketing and whether it's a good idea for you or not. Um, again, a lot of the uh, the pay-per-click marketing companies will suggest that you put $1,000 into the box every month, and they guarantee that your phone will ring and will give you statistics of, well, if you put $1,000 in and your sponsored ad appears at certain key times in key geo-targeted areas, that your phone will ring and you'll take in uh, all these new clients. Well, um, generally speaking, there's a couple problems with consumer psychology and sponsored links. I think people rely on sponsored links for brands of things they already know. For example, if I want to go buy Tide detergent and I see a sponsored ad for Tide, I'll click and find more information that might have a coupon. Now, on the other side of the coin, shopping for professional services, lawyers, doctors, dentists, etc., not really uh, customary for people to believe in sponsored links. People trust referrals. So uh, there's an inherent level of mistrust for uh, professionals, it just it looks like people are out trying to buy you and buy your business. Uh, people just don't like that. Um, another assumption that uh, is, is going on here is that a lot of people in the Internet marketing area assume that lawyers rely on what everybody else is doing. So um, I've heard people say, well, Joe down the street in his uh, bankruptcy practice, uh, he spends this amount and uh, here are uh, his results. Well, one of the problems 
is when they have the recorded phone calls, um, that actually is something that a lot of people have issues with, and I'm, I'm not would not be surprised if uh, there are rulings either from the ARDC here in Illinois, for you Illinois attorneys listening, and or uh, cases from courts that talking about um, different uh, ethical rules and breaches uh, regarding the recording phone calls. Because the thing is, let's say a client, uh, and my point is that some of the rules might be specifically tailored to this type of activity. Um, but imagine a client calls uh, the phone number from the sponsored link and the sponsored link host uh, is recording that phone call. The client believes they're leaving a confidential message of an attorney with an attorney and client relationship and actually the message is recording and might be able to be accessed by other people for their quote quality control purposes. Uh, you know, so there are all sorts of problems with there. Um, but again, the thing that I hear time and time again is uh, the guy down the street is doing this. His phone is ringing off the hook. Um, but again, it's not always all it's cracked up to be. So you should really do your research on uh, what the rules are so you don't get in any hot water there. Uh, additionally, another assumption and stereotype that's out there is that lawyers have a budget surplus on which to spend on marketing. I've heard from people that uh, most uh, people have dropped a lot of their uh, paid marketing budget in print, and they're putting it in the internet, and they're putting it in radio, TV, but ma mainly the internet. And the, the common uh, statement I hear from people is folks just don't know where to put their money or where to invest. So um, if they were used to paying $1,000 with Dex, for example, for or Yellow Book, um, the word on the street is that that lawyer will then feel comfortable spending $1,000 on pay-per-click marketing and advertising. Now, again, if you have 1000 bucks to spend on it and you're not worried about that 1000 bucks, you may uh, have a good result. You may not. Um, I'm ne next going to talk to you a little bit about some promises that uh, I've heard made over the years, and the results don't always seem to add up. So, uh, again, questions you should ask before I uh, dive into this next category is that you should uh, ask the person with pay-per-click advertising when your uh, ad will appear, uh, where, um, what time it will appear, how often it will appear. Uh, a lot of those questions ask for transparency and ask for data and example. Um, it's not good enough, I don't think, at least to rely solely on uh, promises. So, again, promises made to everyone, results for no one is our second topic. And I want to start with five years ago or so, or actually backing up maybe you know, seven, eight, or ten years, um, I knew a few people who had purchased um, top rotations or they decided that they got a website and a listing with one of the top uh, companies out there who uh, most of you know who I'm talking about. And... Um, Five or six years ago, it did work, and a lot of the people I knew who got in as early adopters got gobs of business out of that. And there were a couple of vendors who were right at the top, and everyone sort of moved over to them because the, these vendors had previously published the uh, print uh, directories that everyone relied upon. I remember looking these things up when I was in law school over 10 years ago. If you were anyone, you were published in one of these main directories. So um, there's inherent brand trust of those companies, so everyone kind of moved over to them. And a lot of people got really good uh, top page results within their areas, uh, and it was good at the time. 
And fast forwarded then to about maybe mm, two or three years ago, there's more competition. Everyone else is jumping on the bandwagon. Um, let's look at uh, publications, major news publications. People used to buy advertising left and right, and now people are doing things online. Social media, uh, of course, and the blogosphere uh, pre- presents incredible new uh, opportunities for people to connect and share their content. Um, I'll submit to you that the majority of all of my contacts, business and, and such, uh, I'd say 75% has come from online activity. Um, and it's been people I've known you know, from A to B and I get invited to an event. You meet more people. You find that people you're meeting know other people you know and et cetera. So that's where a lot of people are going today. So, of course, it's natural that just about everybody who had a paper directory listing is now going to an online listing service. So uh, just about every vendor you can imagine will sell you uh, directory space, uh, and they'll tell you that if you buy the premium package, your listing is more likely to be seen, you'll get top rotation, etc. Well, so that was two years ago. Now, at the time, people who had, the people I know who had these fi- uh, the listings like five years ago, and uh, I'll use Find Law as one example, um, I knew someone who had a Find Law site, and she was happy, or she reported to me that she was happy five years ago, and that two years ago or three years ago, at some point, this person told me, in her opinion, she didn't think that she was getting the top uh, spots everymore. She'd search herself and uh, see that someone else in a competing practice, in the same practice area, someone else was a top uh, rotation spot, and that person wasn't in the same geographic area. So um, if people, again, people who are getting a lot of business from some of these listing companies are starting to see a decline in the phone ringing. So then uh, fast forward to about today, about just about, again, every company has a digital site and makes these promises for listings. So um, you can search. I'd say go to Google right now and don't search for your name, but search your practice area and your location and look at what you're going to find. You know the top vendors. Look and see if their search results are being returned. Um, notice that one of the top things you'll see if you search just for example, um, let's just pick a random, uh, let's pick Northbrook uh, in the north suburbs. Let's pick Northbrook and uh, Family Law Attorney. If you search for Northbrook Family Law Attorney, you are first going to get the Google uh, listings page. So anyone who is listed with Google, which is a really easy thing to do. You just go to the Google Business Center and tell them, here's who I am and here's how to find me and here's my bio and information. Um, and simply by having that, you're going to show up in the results if you're in the geographic location of Northbrook or the surrounding area for family law. Now, under that, you're going to also see some sponsored links. Take a look at those. And then uh, search down through page the rest of page one and page two. Um, you'll see some of the top legal vendors there, uh, and you see their the main domain and then the uh, subparts where they have certain people. And they may have three or four lawyers listed in a little bit of a rotation that changes up every now and then. Um, but notice that if you do not claim your Google listing, which is, again, free, um, you're not going to show up at the top of the page with all the other people in in Northbrook if you're a Northbrook area family law attorney. So um, all these other listings that might put you on page two, well, if you haven't done the free Google listing, you're really missing out. So I'd always try to make sure that uh, legal vendors you're working with are using all the key uh, 
listings out there for every search engine and submitting yourself to those. Again, it's not hard to do if you can figure out uh, basic software and you know, use different websites. It's really easy. Um, so again, those are uh, some of the problems. Um, if someone promises you that if you pay them a bunch of money that you're going to get the top spot or page one, it just may not be true because only Google can control who appears at the top of page one and an independent or you know a company that uh, internet marketing vendors they can't promise that they can't deliver that all they can do is based on their company's model their best uh, advice and suggestions their best methods will get you as close to the top as possible which again brings me to a point about referral marketing no one does a better job than you at referral marketing. People who know, like, and trust you are going to send you clients. It's how it works. We're going back to the way things were done before internet in a bit, but we're not really because think about this direct internet uh, inline marketing. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not the, the right words, this inbound, sorry, inbound marketing is all about attracting people, again, using a content strategy for developing keywords that talk about content, about what you do, bringing people in that way because people are, you, the whole key to all of this is you need to place your message where the people are. And the people are on Facebook, they're on Twitter, they're getting emails from LinkedIn, LinkedIn gives you updates. So that's where people are spending some time. And if you have a short, simple message with a link, that inbound, the headline is what grabs them. Here's a headline. Here's an article someone wrote. This lawyer wrote a good thing. You read the article. Oh, what a great uh, you know article about um, a new changes to the best interest of the child standard by Bob, the Northbrook family law attorney. I'm going to send this off to my brother who is getting a divorce right now. I mean, that's how it all works. All right, so we're going to pause for a quick break. I'm going to tell you about an upcoming event. And then my second, uh, second part today, I'm going to talk about in, in uh, sessions three and four, we'll talk about um, – doing a few things religiously and how organic SEO really works. And then we'll talk about the good news about Google's, Google's latest search engine algorithm. All right, at this point, I want to tell you about our upcoming next edition, the third session, rather, of the Get More Clients, Grow Your Practice series. This takes place on Wednesday uh, evening, March 28th, um, so just under a week from now, at 7 o'clock Central, and we're talking about developing and leveraging organic content. So, again, organic content and uh, ties in with uh, SEO and what we're talking about today, but again, organic content is your content that you generate, not someone else's content that you regurgitate. Nothing quicker to drop you to the end of the a spam ladder than uh, a lot of the pre-canned articles out there. And, you know, think about law school. If you went and bought the canned briefs, I never did that. I was too afraid of getting called on and not knowing the answer or be able to BS my way through. So I actually read all the cases. And... um just the same way you can think about content online. There's just no substitute for writing your own um, or having your own ghost written by someone else, you know, equally fine. But the big vendors out there that give you uh, article number four or five, six in a practice area, it's just no, no good. Um, so, again, uh, the event that we're talking about, and we'll talk about how you can do this and develop and leverage organic content, March 28th, 7 Central. Uh, Jim Thompson and I teach this PR marketing for lawyers and other business professionals. Information is located at ProServePR.com. Again, this is a free uh, teleconference call that has uh, an also an associated um, 
PowerPoint presentation that we put together on PDF and put on the website, so ProServePR.com. On the Workshops tab, again, the Workshops tab on ProServePR.com is where you'll find that. And again, it is March 28th, Wednesday at 7 Central. All right, now, getting back to our uh, topic, and again, the title of this show is Lawyers Cannot Buy Page One on Google with Nick Augustine. Um, and I can't buy page one if I can't, you know, you just can't do it. You know, who can, though? I'll say this. This is a good time to point out that pay-per-click advertising is good and valuable. If you are a company selling a product, um, let's say you're a major big box retailer and you have the latest uh, thing that everybody wants, and that's totally appropriate, and bigger companies, that's great. But again, for law firms, especially solo and smaller firms, um, this just may not be a good area for you to invest your resources. Again, uh, developing your own original content is really the best way to go. Of course, um, many people do find uh, listings that are just on the, let's say some of the vendors are not saying, um, you know, instead of saying, give me $1,000 and we'll do pay-per-click marketing, they also have paid opportunities for parking your uh, picture and description of your firm. Again, that's really just advertising, so advertising still works. We believe in that. That's a good thing. But don't pay more than you should. Do your research and uh, poke around and find out what other people are paying and and find lower-cost alternatives. Or call me, and I can suggest something for you. Um, All right, so I'm going to talk now about doing things religiously and doing them uh, to build your organic search engine uh, results. So... um, Again, it's a good thing. You want first thing, uh, three things. So one is going to be your lists and contact management. Second is writing, uh, and third is claiming and managing listings. So for the first topic here, building, maintaining, and communicating with your client and referral lists. This is real easy. Anyone who has a list of all the clients, um, or who your referral partners are, who sends you referrals, so, you know, who are your friends in your geographic area who maybe work in similar. Uh, areas that you do, but maybe they're not a lawyer, maybe they're, uh, let's go back to family law, maybe the person's a child's rep, or maybe the person works in mental health, and uh, there's some connection there. So we have all these people we know, really need to, if you do nothing else, make a good list and just have them all in one spot. Um, Someone at your firm can do this easily, and if you've got a conflicts database, just import that over. Um, Excel is a good place, Microsoft Excel, to keep some of this information because uh, most of the software out there, software programs, especially cloud-based programs, you can quickly and easily upload from an Excel sheet uh, and grab all your contacts that way. So once you have your contacts, there are several different email marketing programs. Constant Contact is one I use for people as well as MailChimp. Um, these are really good programs, and just be careful not to inundate your uh, your audience. Usually, uh, if you have a newsletter or something newsworthy, which not everything is newsworthy, but once a month is usually good to give them some, you know, here are some links and uh, titles and a little paraphrase about different articles you've written. So really, so build your contact management system. Um, CR, you could just do a Google search for uh, CRM software if you don't have anything right now, um, or if you have whatever you are using, just make sure you're using it. A lot of people have that and don't really take advantage of it. Next, 
write or hire someone to write original organic content. Again, I talked about canned spam. We want to be very careful about um, repeating and using other content because I want you to think about those search engine crawlers. They come to your website through links, and they scroll through your website to see what's there. Um, and if they keep seeing new information, they're going to come back again. It's, it's sort of like seeing, uh, watching a building that's being constructed, and you see, oh, there's another floor there. I remember when they were building the Trump Tower downtown here in Chicago. Um, people drive by, oh, it's at the top of the buildings there. So um, just like people drive by to check out the new things that are being built, the search engine crawlers come back to find new content. And when they keep coming back, they see, oh, Bob writes new content uh, pretty frequently. Well, we're going to come back to Bob's website more frequently to see what he has because his content seems to be uh, written in a strategy that's you know, copy based on what his readers want to hear. He's obviously talking about consistent things. And I'll submit to you, everyone, Google has figured out, I mean, we have voice recognition software. I can use my Android phone and, um, you know, dictate a text message, including punctuation. Um, so the, st the software and technology is really advanced, and they can tell whether you're writing good organic content or whether you're basically just writing in keywords. We'll get to that in our algorithm analysis shortly. But, uh, again, do it yourself. Hire someone else. I mean, that's what a lot of what we do at ProServe PR marketing for our clients is write their content. Um, here's a good example. A uh, lawyer calls me and says, I've got a question about um, – a complex family law issue that affects people between different states. Hey, Nick, why don't you go research that? Let's find out what's going on. I put together the article. They put their name on it. It's published in their blog. So that's original content. No one else is going to have that same content. That is much better for SEO than all the other alternatives. And if you don't believe, I mean, I could tell you stories um, about different times that I've tried to find people's uh, website and Else, and they were former radio show guests, and the only way that I can actually find them um, is by they're popping up because their title, their name is in the title of the radio show. So um, this stuff works. I enjoy talking about it. I can help any of you if you ever have a question. Telephone number we can be reached at three one two five zero five two six zero four. Usually, leave a message or send an email. You can send an email through the website as well. All right. So the third part of doing the three things religiously, I first talked about building and maintaining and communicating with your clients. Um, and referral lists through content management software. Secondly, writing yourself or hiring someone else to write original organic blog content. Um, third, claim and manage your free listings. Uh, Avo, I'll use for an example. I know that the people at Avo get everybody, everybody who's listed uh, as a licensed attorney in the state of Illinois, at least, um, Avo has a profile for them. So if I'm searching for Bob the lawyer in uh, Northbrook and I find that there's an Avo listing that he hasn't claimed, it looks like a sloppy lawyer didn't care about the, the site or someone was being sloppy and Bob might be the best lawyer out there um, and runs a tight ship but having listings out there it's just it's tough so good good practice is to do Google searches and different varieties of how your name is used and how you use your name uh, whether it's with your law practice or you know use your full name or uh, however people would search for you and see if you have listings out there that you're not claiming again Google has listings um, Yahoo you can just search uh, do a Google search for um, how to claim my listings uh, or search engine listings, and you'll find all sorts of information there. Again, it's good practice to address some boilerplate that's the same language of you know what your firm does, how you help people. Again, we're going back to content strategy, and use the similar uh, same things over and over again, and just be consistent with your marketing and branding at all times. All right, now we're going to, um, before we finish out our show, we're going to talk about 
Google's latest search engine algorithm here. Um, I subscribe to HubSpot. I suggest you do as well if you are in a marketing capacity uh, at your firm or you do this yourself. HubSpot.com, you can uh, receive all of their uh, information. Again, a lot of the professionals out there you're going to hire are relying on uh, companies like HubSpot who are industry leaders and sharing um, their analysis. And there's a lot of money in this industry. And I'm just going to start by uh, telling you some the three bullets of the things I thought were good takeaways, and then I'm going to read a little uh, some uh, parts of this article that I found on March 19th. All right, some some three takeaways from Google's latest search engine algorithm are number one, favoring local listings, um, local attorneys, uh, and people searching for them in their local area are going to have a better chance of finding them. Uh, secondly, the new algorithm favors content written in plain English, real English, not keyword overloads. Uh, have you ever read about one of those sites where it says, we can help you with domestic relations, family law, probate law, divorce, and they you know, list all the keywords. And then in um, Clarendon Hills, Downers Grove, Lamont, Bolingbrook, you know, you see where I'm going here. So um, that's called keyword overloading, and the new algorithm really poo-poos that. So check it out. If you have uh, one of the websites that's written like that, you might get dinged or spammed by the search crawlers. So um, if you have someone who takes care of your website, call them up and ask them about that good thing to know about. Third, uh, third bullet and takeaway is that manipulators and overtech is no longer the deal. So avoiding server farms, and it's another thing. Um, the best practice for links, people will tell you you have to have all these links on your website, but here's the thing. If they're just one-way links, it's no good. You want to have a website that links to other people who link back to you, like two-way links. Very good stuff. Look at that on your own time as well. All right, so to this article, uh, and I'm just going to give you a few takeaways from this article, and then um, we'll wrap the show up. Uh, this was posted. Uh, the author is Corey Aridon, C O R E Y E R I D O N. Article was posted March Monday, March nineteenth, at twelve o'clock p.m. Title is Google's Pending Algorithm Update to Penalize Over Optimized Content. I'll read you the introductory. Last week during South by Southwest panel, Matt Cutts head of Google's search spam team, announced that Google has been working on a new tweak to its algorithm that will punish sites that are too optimized for SEO. What he called over-optimized or overly SEO'd, according to the recording of the announcement posted on Search Engine Land. Here's what you need to know about the new Google algorithm update, which has not been released yet, but will go live in the next few weeks, according to Cut's announcement. Now, you can find this on our Law Talk Radio page or uh, at the Facebook ProServe PR page. Or again, you can actually just go to ProServePR.com and click on the Facebook icon on that, and it'll take you to our uh, Facebook page. And there's a link to this article you can read on your own. Um, so again, local results are going to be uh, uh, favored. You know, we're really talking about Main Street users and Main Street customers. That's Google's uh, big target. Uh, you know, a lot of you know, we hear all, all the time that uh, small business is the backbone of the United States and America. Well, uh, Google knows that, and Google's really working for uh, the people who are the solos and the small businesses out there. All right, I'm going to move on and talk a little bit more about uh, some of the things in this article. It says what Google's algorithm update means practically for marketers. So people like you know talking to people like me here um, in legal marketing, they're saying that your if your content is driven by topics. Um, you shouldn't be expected to be penalized when the new algorithm update rolls out. Uh, even if you do take the time to search engine optimize, which I, I say is a good idea, um, the, the content with keywords and relevant links is all good, but if your writing is driven by keywords, 
Um, however, it will predict that it's more likely that you'll uh, suffer some search ranking slips. So again, if you've written everything in keywords and it's not in English, again, we know if you make a keyword list of the 25 keywords that describe you and how people search for you and put it into a sentence, you sound like a robot. And those who are writing and sounding like, and, and I, I'm, I apologize to the world that um, in the last couple of years, I mean, people were calling me and asking me to, you know, can you write this in SEO keyword optimize, you know, write it for SEO. And I was giving them uh, you know, regular content because, again, keyword dumping and this over SEO is a it's a it's a problem uh, because people uh, who are technicians of SEO will it's just it's not it doesn't level the playing field. So that's what Google's always trying to do is level the playing field. So they go on to say that, and I'm quoting this directly: What's the difference between keyword driven content strategy and a topic? driven content strategy. Well, a content strategy, as I've been saying, is driven by what readers want, not what search engines want. It's the direction that Google has been actively working toward rewarding even since last year's Pandas updates rolled out. So if you're selecting topics based on what your audience would find helpful, you're doing content strategy right. Again, I'm going to repeat that sentence. If you're selecting topics based on what your audience would find helpful, you're doing content strategy right. If you're choosing what to write about based on the keywords and how they want to be found, you don't have the top reader of, uh, and you don't have the, top, the reader at the top of your mind. So Google's doing everything they can with its algorithm to reward the sites that um, says this guy cuts on the panel. Quote: Make a compelling site, make a site that's useful, and make a site that's interesting. Make a site that's relevant to people's interests. And then in bold, it says, we're always trying to best approximate if a user lands on a page, if they're going to be annoyed. So at the end of the day, it just comes down to consumer psychology. I'll tell you, the reason that I enjoy this is I was a psych major uh, in college as well as uh, journalism and communications before going to law school. And I really like psychology. I think consumer psychology is particularly interesting. And uh, watching the response of people um, personally and professionally to social media over the last few years um, after I was an early adopter has been really interesting. It's been a real treat. So um, that's about all I have to say for that. I have some closing remarks here. I'd like to thank all of our listeners, of course, for tuning in to Law Talk Radio, brought to you by ProServe PR Marketing and with support from Chris McCarthy of Northwestern Mutual. Again, Chris McCarthy provides individuals and business owners with expert guidance and exclusive access to Northwestern Mutual's life and disability insurance policies. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Law Talk Radio episodes are programmed to entertain you and bring our legal industry professionals and consumers and guests the tips and tools to news they can use to be better informed practitioners and consumers. With our guests and listeners located from coast to coast and here in the great state of Illinois, we appreciate the opportunity to use this socially networked radio program to bring people to go together and share collective intelligence. Again, this is Nick Augustine for Law Talk Radio. I thank you for your time. And of course, if you have any more questions about the topics on today's program, feel free to give me a call at 312-505-2604. Again, 312-505-2604. Or shoot me an email at nick, N-I-C-K, at proservepr.com. I tell people I'll give you 15 minutes free if I've got to talk to you more than that or go somewhere I charge for my time, but I'd rather have people know this information than not know it. So do your research. Go find a link to this article. Um, again, you can go to proservepr.com and then click over to uh, the link to our Facebook page on the top uh, left of the website, and you can find a link on our uh, ProServe PR page. So, again, thanks, everyone, and uh, have a great night.